If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Empire. Alley Move can not only improve performance, but give context. You know, we have great information on our on our athletes, you know, from where they ended the season before, where they started that particular season, and, and how they're ramping up. And then if somebody unfortunately comes down with an injury, now you have data that can show where I was. That's Jim Garofalo, Executive Vice President at Connexon Sports and Media, where tracking is heading into its 2.0. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Jim Garofalo was on the show back in March of 2021. This is episode 256 of Future Sport. It's not a milestone, but it's worth a mention of our dedication and longevity in the sports and tech space. And tell you, we're having previous guests on when things have truly changed. And for Connexon, the power and avenues for tracking of players has grown immensely. Our guest this week is Jim Garoppolo. He's the executive vice president at Connexon Sports and Media. Connexon, which is one of the leaders in sports tracking and analytics, and they've had a lot happening since we last spoke to you, Jim. Thanks for coming back on today. I appreciate it. And Bram, great to, great to see you and talk to you again. Let's just do a quick overview again for those who don't remember exactly what you guys do. Give us the overview of what Connexon does. Yeah, Connexon is, uh, is a company that works in the athlete tracking space. So we are a company that can put wearable technology on, on our players that, and teams that we work with and be able to deliver, deliver performance metrics to the strength and conditioning coach, the sports science staff, and really help athletes, you know, in all aspects of their training and, and workload management. So we work with, you know, teams across the NBA, uh, college basketball, college football, NFL, NHL, um, now I've made some forays into uh, Major League Baseball as well. So we were able to provide, you know, insights and analytics uh, that will help athletes kind of train at the in stay in peak performance, but also make sure that they're, you know, managing those workloads accordingly over the course of the season here, as we know that those uh, those practices and, and seasons uh, games can add up over the course of the year. So making sure that they, they manage accordingly as they go through. Obviously, you guys have broad reach now. Um, can you kind of just take me step-by-step through acceptance of it, wanting to do it, worries about privacy? Can you kind of take me through those issues to get to where we are now, which is how deeply embedded in sports Connexon is? Yeah, I, I think, you know, over the last few years, we've seen kind of an explosion um, in, in the space. And, and really, you know, as as the demands of these athletes continues to go year round, right? There's no really no such thing as an off season anymore. And I think as athletes are preparing for the upcoming season or, or, you know, kind of in, in season, they need, they need tools and, you know, objective information to help them, you know, prepare accordingly. So, you know, we've, we've been kind of at the forefront of that from day one, 
And I think it initially, when you start to go through athletes, you know, are looking at this and they're like, how is this information going to be used? And is it going to be used, you know, for the betterment of me or, you know, against me here? Yeah. And I think as you start to go into it, you start to see that they, they understand that, you know, this information is here to help. It's not here to, to, to be used uh, you know, to, to evaluate, you know, should I sign a guy? Should I not sign a guy? I think it's really it, the, the teams that are utilizing and now are using, using it in the right way to really help you know, deliver that extra level of insight for them. Obviously, they want to make sure that their athletes are performing at the best, at their best, and, and they need all the tools. And, and whether that be in the weight room, in the athletic training room, on the court, they want to make sure that they're providing the best tools possible to, to do that for them. So, you know, we've, we've come up with a, with a solution here that is seamless for them. It's a, it's a very small, you know, kind of wearable device that they can, you know, many of them don't even realize they have on, right? They can wear it in their waistband or, you know, some of them you've probably seen between the shoulder blades and it delivers that information to the performance staff in real time. So they're able to look at that in, in training, in competition and make, you know, in the moment judgment of, you know, Hey, we need to ramp a guy up towards the end of practice or we need to ramp a guy down just to, to be able to do that. And, and, it all consolidates that information together. And then, you know, from a, from a data privacy perspective, you know, all of our, all of our, all of our information, obviously with the teams we work with and, and where we, where we play has to be protected and, and, and safeguarded. So, you know, the, the, the individual athletes, you know, have access to their data through the teams, the team, you know, uh, sports science or strength and conditioning staff would have you know, access to it as well. So, we take those things seriously and we make sure that that data is only used for those individual teams. And, you know, we're, we're, we're not having, you know, wide open networks where people are able to access other people's data. It's very, very secure. And, and most of them have servers that live on site at the individual teams that we work with. I imagine that every team uses the information a little bit differently, but broadly, what have you seen in terms of changes with how people train based on the advent of using these type of products? Yeah, I think we've seen, we've seen some great advances. I, where we see probably a, the most usage during the season. I mean, when you get into a season, you know, something like the NBA where they have so many, so many games and in, in such a short period of time and, and the travel demands here, you may not see it as much on guys that are playing on a, on a regular basis, but where you really can see benefit here is if you've got some guys that maybe that, you know, that fourth, fifth guy that's off the bench, and isn't getting a lot of playing time over the course of a couple games in a row. Now you have tools that you can look at. Hey, what does a game, what does a game workload normally look like for him? Or what are the type of distances and speeds that he's getting up to in a game environment? Now I can go and tailor my practice and, and make sure that I'm getting him up to that, those levels during the course of a week. So if I've got a couple of games where I may not get as many minutes as I, as I'm used to. Now you have a way to, to objectively go in there and say, Hey, I need to get up to, to these levels to make sure that I can, you know, that when I do get called off, when I do get called in, that I'm ready to go. So, so we've seen it uh, adjust, you know, those type of environments. A lot of times too, with return to play, you know, we have great information on our, on our athletes, you know, from where they ended the season before, where they started that particular season and, and how they're ramping up. And then if somebody unfortunately comes down with an injury, now you have data that can show where I was where I am and where I need to get to, to kind of get back into that ready to play mode. So, so we've seen it in, in those environments pretty heavily, you know, you start to look at the, the sport of football and, and, you know, how many, 
you know, high end accelerations are guys running on a day in and day out basis. You know, if, if they're doing those type of things on a Thursday before a Saturday game at the collegiate level, you know, those are, you know, those are things they probably want to pay attention to. So now they've been able to start to look at this data through, through those, through those lenses to help maybe they're not going to change practice. You know, their coaches are not going to change practices yeah. based off of this stuff, but I think they're going to be more mindful of those type of things as they move forward. You know, the other the other side of it, too, is is load management has become not only just a very real thing, but something that has kind of altered, I think, the way even Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, has mentioned they need to think through scheduling Based on this data and information that they now know about the players, it feels like in some ways the players have been empowered by understanding their bodies better. The teams are empowered by trying to get the best out of the players. And sometimes that means the schedule's too rigorous on them. So I think we're seeing a lot of structural changes that are happening. Yeah, I think I think this can, you know, when you start to have consistent information that's coming through through all the teams and, and being able to do this, now you can start to consolidate that information and see, you know, what are the impacts that our, our, our ramp up has and our preseason schedule has on guys or like back to back nights, what that starts to do. I mean, if you look in the world of, of hockey and, and basketball, I mean, their, their schedules are intense. I mean, and, and most of them are, are playing or practicing every single day. So like, how do you appropriately, you know, kind of give those guys the, the right amount of time off or, or, or not pushing, you know, pushing them as hard at certain, certain instances as the year goes on. So, I, I think that as as these things evolve, you're going to see leagues start to look more and more at this data. And, you know, is it is it going to be giving insights about injuries that may be occurring from overuse or, or, or things of that nature? So I, I think that, that we're just starting to scratch the surface here of how leagues and how teams can start to prepare, um, you know, in season and then for upcoming seasons as well. Um, okay, so since last we spoke, it's probably been a year or two. There's now just kind of a mountain of data that keeps coming in off of the teams that have used it for a few years now. Um, what's changed for them? What are they asking you for to alter? What what more do they want to know about their players? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like there's we we work with some great data scientists and and great you know professionals on the team level that really have has built programming you know based off of this information. So I think for us it's it's continuing to make sure that we're you know, we're validating what we're doing and making sure that we're giving them the most accurate information out there and, and, and pushing that, that piece of it forward. Also looking at new areas to, to evolve, evolve our metrics, right? Like I think each year we go and, and we do a dive on, you know, what we've seen over the past, over the past year, look at some of the data quality and, and what it's showing and what are new ways to, to look at it? You know, what are the new visualizations that you can do or kind of putting different metrics together from, you know, from feedback we've heard from teams. So I think everybody looks at it a little bit differently. And I think now you have so many, so many teams that, um, that have been using it for so long. They've got really good, you know, catalogs of information on their guys. I think we're now we, we come into play is when we start to work with teams that maybe guys are, you know, have been traded to or have signed in new locations and, you know, with some of the game data that we work with, we're able to go in and showcase, Hey, here's what some of the, the metrics look like from a game data perspective for, for a lot of these teams are working with. So we can add that. So, well. so you are helping teams understand a newly acquired player quicker than maybe they would have in the we past. Can. We can. Yeah. I mean, they have, obviously they have amazing scouts and everybody that can look at it from a, from a on court perspective, but we also have the ability to, to give guys information on, you know, from some of these, uh, 
you know, some of this reporting here that we we've done, and you know, we have some game data tools from from a league wide perspective that that can give some insights. Now, you know, it's 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 easy, it, it's accessible information for these guys, so it's not um, it's not hard to pull up. And you know, some teams will use that. Some are like, hey, we train completely different than they did there, so they it's not as important. But we yeah. do have the ability to to kind of go in and give them a, a, some some baseline information if they ask for it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How much of what you are providing... Uh, could translate to broadcast and how much is being utilized that way at this point? You know, we, we, everything that we translate, I think everything we deliver from our systems that we work with in the NBA and, and, you know, kind of our wired solution that is giving information in real time with a very low latency, all that information could be translated into broadcast if we wanted to, whether it be speeds, accelerations, jump heights, um, you know, change, you know, just, patterns on court, we, we can deliver all that type of information in real time to impact broadcast. We actually did it last year um, with our friends at the WNBA around the Commissioner's Cup and had some in-game with their, they did a Commissioner's Cup uh, final was in Phoenix last year. And we actually had in, in-game monitoring going for the first time for the W and was able to deliver metrics, you know, to broadcast that were coming through there. So, so we have the ability to do that in, in a variety of sports. I think we we probably had the most success with it to this point in Europe. Um, we have a very strong relationship with the EHF, the European Handball Federation. So every game that is played within that league and then the championships, all the athletes have sensors on. We actually have sensor technology in the ball so you can get ball speed and, and some of those metrics as well. And all those are pulled into broadcast there. So we have a the, our system is built in a way that we, we can tie directly into broadcast. And then you just have your broadcast partners that can build, you know, kind of tables or graphs that would show up in, in game to, to really yeah. deliver an extra layer of, of information to the fan experience. Is it real time too? Could you, is it possible that you yeah. could show Tyreek Hill getting up to a certain speed in real time? You can, yeah, we have the, the latency on it is within a couple of milliseconds that it can deliver through. So with the TV, with the TV delay, you absolutely could do that uh, in real time there. You've seen some great examples of it. I mean, the NHL does a good job with it currently and, and bringing some of those pieces to life. We're, we're hopeful that we get some opportunities here in the not too distant future to help bring that to life in, in other sports as well, in, in other leagues as well. So, um, yeah, the, the way it's built and it's, it's really, it's really sharp to be able to deliver that in real time. Not only can you you impact stuff from a performance side of it, but also from a fan fan engagement piece that you can do that as well. Um, all right. Meantime, last time we spoke and and you guys have have 
been leaders in controlled environments like indoor courts, NBA, um, mm-hmm. college basketball. I know you've moved into football, and I do wonder mm-hmm. what has been the growth model of trying to get the same information, but in a less controlled environment like an outdoor space. Yeah, we've we've played in the in in the global football space for a, for a bit now with our with our work in in Germany and in in the EU from a from a soccer a global soccer perspective as well have a couple of NFL teams here that we've worked with for a number of years but really for us we know that the college landscape to to evolve there you know with the amount of colleges that are out there and and their the, the environments are in we had to go into the GPS space and you know, we feel that that's an area that we can we can target and go after pretty heavily. Um, we launched a GPS product about a year ago, uh, about a little over a little over 16, 17 months ago, um, that we launched a GPS product, and we've had great success. I, I think the the space itself is one that has has gotten pretty mature over the last few years. There's some some significant players in the space that you know, obviously we have to compete with here, but I think the approach that we took and the type of product that we brought gives us a, a great opportunity to have some success there. And I think we know that if you're going to grow in the NFL and in the college in college landscape, you know, a lot of these universities are looking for solutions that can, you know, solve a college football, uh, solve an answer or solve a problem for college football, but also for basketball and volleyball and other, you know, and soccer and other sports there. So we felt that for us to, to continue to compete at the collegiate level, we needed an offering that could have an outdoor, an outdoor solve, an indoor solve, and then be be someone that could be positioned, you know, across these school wide opportunities that that really could deliver, you know, really really sound and really accurate uh, tracking data in, in a variety of environments. Um, do you see any opportunity with team sports at a lower level than the collegiate level, whether it be athletes who are attempting to get scholarships or be found is it is it useful for high school teams for club teams what have you seen in that marketplace yeah i it's certainly a market that has a ton of potential i mean you know as as the father of teenage girls that that played competitive you know club soccer and 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 other club sports like you you certainly see the amount of money that's being invested in these sports um across all a variety of levels whether it be basketball football soccer um so there's certainly opportunity there I think for us, it's, it's coming up with the right model because you don't want to just roll out something that's going to give them information, but not give them the tools to help interpret what it means, right? Because it's great to be able to go and say, hey, I was getting up to this speed or, or doing this workload, but what does that mean in the environment they're in? I think that's the gap that, that a lot of us have to try to close to, to be able to, to really penetrate that market because you can give, we, we all have, the, we have the tools to be able to deliver that information to the the youth the youth market i think where the gap is is how do you give them that information and then make it meaningful and useful in a in a language that they're going to understand they don't they they unfortunately don't have the access to a sports science or a strength and conditioning coach and that's going to be able to interpret that so you have to really make it a simple format that's going to be understandable and that they can look at over, over the period of time i think it's going to be it's going to continue to grow i think we we have an eye towards that but for right now we're we're laser focused on the, on the college space and, you know, obviously our, our pro growth as well, but we, we want to make sure that we've got the, you know, the, the team and collegiate landscape plan nailed really well before we start to delve into that space. But we, we do see opportunity there. I think it's, it's what the right offering is and then how you support that network to make them, 
understandable and, and kind of moved through as well. Okay. Uh, last one. Uh, and I want to go back to media for a moment. And mm-hmm. some of this type of information is being used. Next Gen Stats doing a great job with some of the stuff that they're using and in, in, in utilizing within NFL games. Um, as you kind of move forward here, obviously you can't speak for what the broadcast partners want, but when you talk to them about how, what you can incorporate, what is piquing their interest in terms of how we may view a broadcast differently with the use of data analytics? Yeah, I think, I think we've seen a, a, a massive shift in, in how consumers are, are kind of consuming, sorry, consumers are consuming, uh, or how we're grab how they're grabbing that information. You know, they're, they're watching, they're watching games on TV, but they're also watching on, you know, a smartphone or a, a tablet. And I think having additional benefits in those areas or at, adding additional context to those, to those type of things are, is kind of the wave of the future here. So I can click in a little bit deeper on, you know, what are, how much distance has my guy covered or what kind of speed is there? I really think that there's, we're just scratching the surface on that. You're, you, you reference a great one. We think, I think Next Gen does a, a great job of, of bringing those to life. And I think it's a great model for, for a lot of, you know, where, where the future can go on this. I think it's all about fan engagement. They, they want to give, you know, fans a deeper look at, you know, of what they can, you know, what their athletes are doing and what, what's going on in that game environment versus just the, the score on the, you know, the score on the score of, of the game going on. So I think there's a real opportunity there. I think also too, with the evolution of fantasy and all those things, like people are looking for all different kinds of insights that they can analyze what their players are doing. I would imagine there's people that are, you know, super, super deep into these different statistics and looking on back-to-back games and, you know, distances covered or whatever that might be. I think there's a, a tremendous opportunity there for, to be leveraged in in the right way in those spaces as well. Yep. Jim Garoppolo is the executive vice president at Connexon in sports and media. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a lot. It's always fun to talk to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the next Future Sport Podcast, AI can transform a live event. You are in the real world. You are in the physical space. Now, can we bring in more information so you're in an augmented real world? So I'm, if I have glasses on, I put on my glasses, and I have information uh, that, is, uh, that is important for me, that's personalized to me, that is overlaid with the real physical world around me. That's Dr. J. J. Ram, co-founder of Kintar. He'll describe the near-alternate universe you can enter when attending a PGA event. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.